God bless you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of True Way Gaming. I'm your host, One Way Soldier, or you call me Carl. And here, oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> and here on True Way Gaming, yeah, you guys got me amped up, thank you. Here on True Way Gaming, we talk about, we answer gaming-related questions and also talk about gaming-related topics here on the show. And you can also email us your questions and we answer and or discuss your topics. And on this week's episode of True A Gaming, I want to speak about, well, I want to speak about a topic for me that's personally has been in my heart for a little while now, for a little while. Actually, I was aware of this. I mean, this has always been something that's been in the back of my mind, but as of recently, there's been some latest discovery, so to speak, that's been, been in the surface for the past few months. And that topic is about DRM. DRM and current gen consoles. And a matter of fact, I think I'm just going to name this title, uh, DRM Troubles. Uh, going back as far as 2013 by a man I think everyone in the game industry is aware of called Don Matrick when they announced the Xbox One and they shared this uh, information, they shared uh, specs and also their plans for the Xbox One. And back at June 12th of 2013, and this was a statement of Don Matrick made. And I promise you, this is this has to do with the topic we're going to be discussing today. Um, and Don Matrick said, back in 2013, June 12th, and I quote, Some of the advantages that you get of having an Xbox as designed to use an online state, uh, to me, is the future. Proof choice. And I think people could arguably gone the other way if we didn't have to do it. And fortunately, we have a product for people who aren't able to get some form of connectivity. It's called the Xbox 360. Yeah, I I agree. (laughs) And and it's funny because a month later, he... He resigned from from Xbox. It was a big change up and everything. But so my point of going reading this quote back all the way back to June 12, 2013, is that an issue that I find today is a a majority of fans. I remember there was an outcry of fans expressing their not only their concern but how much they're against paying a lot of money for a console only to. It's mandatory to keep it connected to the internet or to play games. It needs a 24-hour uh, check-in through the internet um, and, and just, just really aggressive DRM that you can't even play your games unless you're connected to the internet on the console. Yeah, it, it was so bad. The outcry, the backlash was so bad from gamers back in 2013 that they actually, Microsoft reversed their decision. They made it offline, and you're able to download and you know your disc-based games and play games offline. But now, 
moving forward to present day, 2021. Today is uh, what what is today? Oh, <laughs> June 25th. Um, you know, 2021. I would say that Don's metric vision. Well, it was it was Xbox Vision at that time, but the vision that they wanted, the vision that they had the Xbox One back in 2013. I think it's mostly here today. And I'm gonna break down a little bit of issues. Uh oh. Yeah, yeah, you can say that again. <laughs> so, <clears throat> so there's actually a YouTuber name going by the name of Modern Vintage Gamer, and he actually made a 10 minute video. So I think a little over 10 minutes, and he made a video highlighting some interesting points. Uh, and, and he did some tests. He 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 made his console go offline. He has the Xbox Series X, so he has the Xbox Series X, I should say, and he is, he put it offline, and he tried a couple of things. He tried to, you know, Xbox Series X is fully backwards compatible with Xbox 360 games, original Xbox, and, the, and it's compatible, completely compatible with Xbox One games. Phil Spencer said back in February 24th, 2020, last year, our commitment to backwards compatibility means existing Xbox One games, including backwards-compatible Xbox 360 and OG Xbox, look and play better than ever before. And he goes on to say even that um, it takes no effort of the developers. Like, it's all Xbox natively in-house. They're, they are making the games look better. They're enabling auto HDR for these games and infrastructure filtering, etc., and you can look this up on Xbox website, but what the reason why I highlighted this part, the main part that I wanted to highlight is our commitment to backward or to to compatibility. Oh my god, I can't talk. Our commitment to compatibility. So far, they've done that. They they, I, I, they did, and, and <clears throat> they have done that. Obviously, you know, the Xbox Series X. I, I really love it because you know I could all my Xbox One titles come with me, so to speak. And I'm gonna get to that in a second. Not all. Xbox. I want them to continue to add support to the 360 backwards compatibility in the original Xbox. I mean, you have over 400 and I think 77 Xbox 360 games are backwards compatible right now, um, but that's not the whole library. And especially it's Xbox 20th anniversary, I do believe. To me, it will make sense if they were to make at least the majority of Xbox 360 games backwards compatible. Again, I say in quotes, like, you know, kind of, is because with this quote, Phil Spencer said what it's missing is that he doesn't highlight that order to download backwards compatibility games on Xbox Series X, it requires an internet connection. You cannot do it offline. Um, even if you put your Xbox to home and you try to, um, you know, you have a, a original Xbox uh, disc and or Xbox 360 disc and you pop it in the Series X, um, you cannot download it unless your console is online. Now, may, you know, some may argue, oh, well, that makes complete sense. You know, it's running off of emulation software. And, um, you know, and a lot of these games for the 360, you know, they require patches. And um, these games have also been, you know, upscaled. You know, well, original Xbox games, you can play it in 4K and etc. And, you know, I, I mostly agree with that. I mostly agree with that um, that argument, which which is true. But at the same time, uh, two counterpoints. One, for the PlayStation 5, you can download PS4 discs 
on the PS5 offline. Well, the majority of them. The majority, you can. Uh, for a fact, uh, at Math Fact, and going back to Monovich's Gamers video, he downloaded the uh, Last of Us 2 onto the PS4. Uh, just one example of, you know, the catalog. And then also, going back even further, uh, the Xbox 360, it wasn't at the hardware level, it was more at a software level where, um, you know, if you updated your Xbox 360, and then you, you could, you could, uh, or even it was a, uh, I do believe there was a, uh, there's even if you have like a flash drive or something like that, I think you go on Xbox.com and you could download a patch from their website. But in other words, you could download the Xbox 360 because there was a patch. There was there was a download. You're able to play original Xbox games on the Xbox 360 offline because there was there was a patch. Uh, the, the the list of the original Xbox games that were supported on the 360, you were able to play it. The three, you know, original Xbox games on Xbox 360 offline, you know. So with these two points, um, to me, it seems very contradicting, um, and very, you know, it, in other words, it shows me that it is possible. And obviously, this decision, where order to play or download Xbox 360 games and uh, original Xbox games on the Series X, you know, it's it's, you know, obviously it was by choice, and then even. It's not, it just doesn't like end there. You know, also the Xbox uh, Series X and One's discs contains only the Xbox One version of the disc. So, for example, um, Hitman 3, um, even Resident Evil uh, Village 8, um, the, the, if you were to buy, excuse me, I can't tell. <laughs> if, if you were to buy those games on disc, it will support, you know, smart delivery, and the upper left corner of the box art, it will say Xbox Series X slash Xbox One. So if you were to pop it into your Xbox Series X offline, and you pop it in and you try to install the game, um, the Xbox One is going to, well, it's going to say, oh yeah, you need to connect it to the internet so you could access the Series X version of the game. So on the disc itself, it has the Xbox One version of the game. Um, and which, which sucks about that is, well, to me, it's, it, you know, it's a good and a bad thing. The, the bad thing is that if you pop in the Series X, you're not going to play the Series X version. You know, you're going to be playing the Xbox One version. But then again, it doesn't even allow you to access the Xbox One version on the disc. It will just tell you or ask you, um, to, connect to the internet to download the Series X version of the game. But I haven't tested this, I haven't seen the video, but I do believe if you were to pop instead, if you were to pop that disc inside an Xbox One console, then it will work. You will play the Xbox One version of that game, because the Xbox One version is on the disc. So, which, you know, it's, it really is disappointing. It is disappointing. Um, because native X games... Xbox native Xbox Series X games, for example, The May Cry 5, the special edition for the Xbox Series X, um, they work offline with the disc. You pop it in, it works just fine. You can play the game beginning to end, which is awesome, which is amazing to me. And it's 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 a little weird because that's how you know consoles should work. You know, like it's 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 meant to. You know, that's the function of it. You're supposed to pop in a disc and it just works. You know? 
Exactly. Correct. <laughs> and, um, yeah, I, I just don't understand that. <laughs> yeah, it's very silly. It's very silly, you know? But, uh, yeah, it's just, it's, it's very weird. Now, obviously, they're doing this, I guess, to secure some more, you know, more money somehow. Um, but then even if you download, let's say if you purchase on the Xbox, um, store, an Xbox Series X game, and you try to, you know, you have a digital copy of the game is downloaded, you purchased it onto the system without sending your Xbox home, which makes sense. I can understand that. Just off the bat, digitally, it doesn't work. Unless you set your Xbox Series X as your home console, then the game will work, but not, it's a, but it acts as a, how should I say? It works by a case-by-case basis. So, referring to the Monovich's video, um, he has, you know, he purchased Resident Evil Village and then also Dirt 5 digitally. Um, those games, digitally, you know, when he set his console to home, uh, those two games worked. They could play, you can play it beginning again, beginning to end, offline, it doesn't matter. Um, but, not all of his Series X games work digitally. Like, like those two games I mentioned did, but then when he tried Ori and the Will of the Wisp, which is, I do believe, has a Series X um, version of the game, if I'm not mistaken, um, you know, it doesn't work. And then also his other Xbox One games um, that are Xbox One X enhanced, like Resident Evil 2, it did not work. Also, it's, it's like a case-by-case basis thing for in terms of the Series X and S games, but... The Xbox One games, again, offline, did not work even though he was, he set his console to home and he was offline. Those games did not work. Uh, but then if you look at the Nintendo Switch, if you were to buy a digital game, you could set your console offline, you could still access that game. And that's what I sort of like about Nintendo too. When you buy a digital game from them, they, it's like, it's yours. You know, they're like, here, you know, you gave us the money. You know, here you go, and um, you know it, it's you know, yeah, exactly. You get it. <laughs> um, it's it's really it's just weird. It's it's really weird. Um, and again, going to the PS5, comparing you know comparing to that in his in his video, you know you could pop a PlayStation 5 game. Not not all of them. It's a case by case basis again. Uh, but for example, offline, if you were to pop in uh, Returnal for the PS5, um, connected to your, you know put it in your PS5, it will work, and you could play the game beginning to end offline. Now it will at you know it will ask you oh connect to the internet I guess because. Uh, well, I mean, it will ask you to connect to the internet, but you can just put dismiss and you can still play the game. I guess it will ask you to connect to the internet so you can access um, online specific features with the game. But you, it still works offline. Because I remember having a conversation with someone not too long ago. And, you know, they were, they, they were saying, and, and I understood, that, you know, before I, this is before I did the research in this. It's, it's smart delivery, you know, it's not being accessed on a hardware level, it's being accessed on a software level, you know, so it needs to be connected online, which I understand, absolutely. And the same thing with the backwards compatibility thing. Oh, and then also when you, per, when you first buy the Xbox Series X, out of the box, it doesn't work. You need to, you know, connect it to the power, turn it on, and you need to connect it to the internet to download the latest software. So you can even just 
just so that system could be operating, you know, just period, so it could just work. And again, versus the PS5, the PS5 works straight right out the box, which is awesome. And, you know, it, it, this, it, it's weird. It, it's weird and it sucks because I remember back then, back when um, I worked for a, a video game store, I had customers that legit, they would ask me, they would pick up a game and they would say, oh yeah, sir, uh, do I need internet to download this game? Because um, when you look at an Xbox One game and PS4, for example, uh, Overwatch, even though it's a multiplayer only game, but if you look at the, the, the case for that, it will say require internet. And slash require Xbox Live Gold subscription. Uh, but if you also look at another game like Call of Duty Modern Warfare, for example, um, you look at the cover art, it says require internet. And you read in the back, it will say, oh yeah, this, the, the disc contains, um, maybe a couple of gigs of the game, but then you have to download the rest of the game through the internet. So in other words, it's worthless and pointless to actually own the disc of that game. Um, and, and that's, which sucks, you know? And uh, I think that sort of goes into another topic. But back on to Series X, you know, it not working out of the box, it's concerning because, I know, I know you're probably hearing me now, you're probably like, I mean, Carl, I mean, what's the concern, you know? Like, you have internet, you're good. <laughs> you know, it's, it's uh, you have internet and, you know, what's what's the problem, you know? <laughs> but I think about recently this year what happened, what was going to happen with the PlayStation Three. Sony um, they they announced that they were going to shut down the PS Three Game Store, uh, PlayStation Vita, and then also the PSP. And thank goodness there was a lot of outcry from the fans. They actually reversed the decision. Well, they delayed it. They they delayed the PS3 and the PlayStation Vita until further notice, which I think most likely will probably be next year. Um, but the PSP um, store they are going to close down. I do believe if not this uh, not in if not July, I think it was August. One one of those two months, <clears throat> and it's yeah. So you know, so in other words, it, 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 which makes sense because PlayStation Three is is basically a retro console at this point. It's been over 15 years, and it's, in other words, it's unavoidable that that's going to happen, the same thing to the Xbox Series X, 25 years from now. Now, Microsoft, you know, like to the to the statement that I read earlier with both Phil Spencer, I mean, you know, they, they have a commitment of moving, well, they made a commitment for this console to, you know, bring backwards compatibility across four generational consoles. and. You know, I'm sure they're going to do the same thing even for the next Xbox, whenever that will be. So, you know, it, it's cool that they do have a focus. Um, but the same, but at the same time, how they are performing this in practice, I disagree with. You know, because they're doing it in a in a way where, again, you only need you need online in order to access these features of your console. And, it, you know, at a software level, which the software level is, is you know, it's not a problem. I understand it, it, it takes a lot of money to invest, to actually put a, a 360 GPU, original Xbox, uh, you know, the, the, the engine, so to speak, in the Series X, I'm sure, costs a lot of money. So you're doing it at an emulation level or software level, which is no problem. But again, when you look at the PlayStation 5, man, like, I feel like the PS5, you, you're... 
you know, it works right out the box. You get to download offline your PS4 games on the PS5 and even PS5 games. Well, the majority. It's it's like, man, what what is Xbox? What's up? You know, they're they're putting on this appearance. You know that oh man, we support we're, we're pro consumer. You know, we support their collections, we support their libraries, which again they they are technically doing. But if you have internet, and at twenty five years from now. I see it as a concern. I really see it as a concern. And especially with their system just not working out the box either. I, I feel like it's anti-consumer because eventually, 25 years from now, all the Xbox Series Xs um, that are sitting in warehouses, they are eventually going to become e-waste, you know? Um, but then again, I think that's where the modding community will come in. The modding community will come in and, you know, they will somehow, there will be a, a patch or something like that where, you know, it will just download the software and then boom, you get to, you know, unlock all these things or whatever and even make it DRM free, which I really hope, you know. But it, it's literally weird the the time that we're in in terms of gaming because we're at a time where, you know, you know, and people are doing it for, are going to be doing it for the PS3 and, <clears throat> excuse me, PS4, because they have a C, uh, C-bomb battery. And I understand, I'm not also discounting that. I'm not, you know, um, how should I say, forgetting that with the PS5 and uh, PS4. You know, that that is an issue. And Sony, I hope they really act on that and, and make an update to disable that, because that's just stupid. And that, that you know, with the CMOS battery, if it goes bad, um, in order to pretty much play games, physical and digital, you you know, it, the, the PlayStation needs to connect to PlayStation servers for that. Um, but if the CMOS battery goes bad, you know, it, there's no way for it to pretty much authenticate. So Sony, they could patch that out, which is good. But Microsoft, however... You know, I mean, they could send a patch and fix all this, but at the same time, it's yeah, it's it's, just, it's a weird time that we we need modders to step in order to make our consoles function how they're supposed to be. Does that make sense? You know, it, it's it's really weird. It's really uh-huh. weird, exactly. And I just yeah, I don't like that. So. This was an issue or a topic that you know, I wanted to bring up, just in case if you're listening to me. And I'm sorry, I know it sounds like I'm all, I'm all over the place, <laughs> um, but you know, there's a lot to say on the topic. There's a lot to say, and for me, I mean, hey, if you don't care, you just play games, like yeah, you just to pass the time, and you're not a big collector, and you just want to play games and have fun and care about, you know, all right, you play the game, you beat it, all right, that's it, you're done, and you know, you know, good for you, more, you know, power to you, no problem. But me. And I know there's a lot of people out there like me where I actually have a game collection. You know, I still have the Nintendo 64 hooked up to one of my TVs, you know, in my room. And I still have Nintendo GameCube games. I still have original Xbox, PlayStation 2, you know. And I love how anytime I want to play an old game of mine, I could just go to the shelf, grab it off the shelf, pop into my system, boom, it works. That's it. I don't need to sign in. I don't need to connect it to the internet for it to authenticate. Um, I don't have to wait for it to download. <laughs> that's, that's right there's a big benefit. It just plays off the disc. Um, but it's still like going back to, to you know today, or I should say moving moving forward today. It's it's just it's a weird situation. You know, it feels like every game that I have, you know, physical or I mean, well, the good thing is 
whenever they stop making Xbox One games, which I think is probably going to be two years we see that, maybe 2023. Um, I mean, uh, uh, Xbox um, E3. Um, as we spoke about um, in, a, in a previous episode of Troy Gaming, uh, last episode, we spoke about um, there was one game. Oh, there you go. I think Stalker 2, for example, uh, is coming to Xbox Series X. Um, it's not coming to Xbox One. It's going to be a Series X um, and Series X and PC only game. Um, and then there was a other exclusive. Oh, there you go. Uh, Starfield. That's the one I was thinking about. Starfield. It was announced that it's not coming to Xbox One. It's going to be a Series X exclusive, which is awesome, you know. And, um, yeah, because it's, it's awesome because once you get more Xbox Series X exclusive games, you know, or, or just versions, as I say, um, those games like Devil May Cry 5, you could download offline. Another example is also Judgment. Um, that game is on a PS5 as well, but there's, you know, it's on a Series X as well, but it's, a, there's a, it's only on a Series X. It's not on uh, the Xbox One. You know what I mean? So I could pop into my Series X and download the game in full, and I don't. It says on the box, I do not need internet. I could download it, share from the disc. So you know that is a, a benefit, and that there is a a hope. You know there is a hope. You know, and it's worth collecting. But as of right now, I feel very discouraged from purchasing, like for example, Hitman Three and or um, I mean, I, I I purchased Resident Evil Eight. You know, but you know, how should I say? It sucks that. I'm not getting what I technically paid for. I paid for a Series X version of the game. Um, and into my, it says Xbox One and, and, and Series X and Smart Delivery. Very cool feature. I'm not knocking. Not it's a very, very cool feature. But, but again, it's a temporarily, it's a temporary thing, you know. And it sucks that in the future, let's say Xbox servers go shut down, right? And I go install this game, I won't be able to download the Series X version. I would only have access to the Xbox One version. I have an Xbox One uh, X as well, so you know, of course that that's not a problem. But let's say, but but again, I I brought the I purchased the copy with the intent of playing solely the Series X version, and you know, technically, I have an Xbox One version at hand. But if I were to pop into my Series X, then I get the upgrade, you know, and and that really sucks. And another example, or rather my last example, because I was doing research of this recently too, is that uh, Metro Exodus. I love the Metro series. I love Metro 2033. I also love Metro Last Light. Very awesome game. I highly recommend it. Um, it's based on a novel. Um, the story is amazing. The story is amazing, and you know, I think I expressed in the last episode as well that I'm a big fan of. Post-apocalyptic games. It's really awesome. Um, so, the Metro Exodus, recently they came out with the next-gen versions. On PC, but not only PC, but also on consoles. So, it's called the Metro Exodus Complete Edition. And that includes, you know, the, the two expansions uh, with the game. Um, but also... The next version contain you know, has ray tracing on consoles. It has ray tracing, uh, has 4K, native 4K, and 60 frames per second. Um, really, they want a lot with this version. Now, it's really weird though. The in terms of buying the game physical, at least I'm happy we have that option. So, the physical version of the Series X version, right? If you were to go to the store and you look at the box, it says, oh yeah, Series X version is downloaded 
Like, you need internet to download the Series X version. It says it straight up on the box, which is, at least they did that. At least they're being honest. Because this stuff I had to do research for, you know, and the average consumer is not going to really know this. Uh, but a Metro Exodus, um, yeah, again, the Series X version, if you were to buy a physical, the complete edition, I should say, uh, comes with two Blu-ray discs. One disc contains the DLCs, which is awesome. I love. That's amazing. Because now you own the DLCs and not when the servers go offline in the future, the DLCs don't go with it. You always, you own the DLCs. But on the, on the second disc or the first disc, I'd say, um, it's the Xbox One version of the game. And in order to access the Series X version, you need to connect, you know, your console needs to be connected to the internet. And then you will upgrade to the Series X version through smart delivery. Now, it's weird is because, it's opposite on the PS5 as to where the PS5 copy, you're playing the PS5 version on disc. It has the PS5 version of Metro Exodus, so you get to play the game, pop it in, download it offline even. You have ray tracing. You know, the PS5, the native PS5 version, but the DLCs, it comes with a code for the DLCs. Very strange decision. Um, on the developers, you know, that wasn't Sony's fault. That literally is the developer's decision. And I find that really, really weird and strange. Um, but overall, it's like me being a collector. I always recommend, it's like I, I, when, when it comes to collecting, I lean more towards now buying physical games, not only on the Nintendo Switch, um, I don't know when I'll get a PlayStation 5. I hope I could get one soon because I really, you know, I'm a, I'm a PlayStation fan as well. Big Xbox fan. Um, but for this generation, like, I feel like until, you know, until native versions of Xbox Series X games come out, like Judgment, Devil May Cry 5, I feel like me investing in the PS5, you know, buying the PS5 copies of the games, I feel like it's more, more uh, significant, better, significantly better in terms of a long-term investment, and so it's like for this generation, I'm buying Nintendo Switch games, preferably physically, and also I'm gonna start investing in PS5 games so I can actually own the games, <laughs> you know. And I, I, whenever I get the console, which I again, hopefully, maybe even next year, I have the games I own. I can play them offline and offline, even if years pass by. And again, I'm not discounting. It still has a CMOS issue, but hopefully Sony patches that. Um, but with this DRM issue with Microsoft, it's, it's very, very weird. And I even say it's anti-consumer how they're doing this. And I hope just like back in 2013, there was a massive outcry. I hope that today Xbox hears the outcry of the gamers because I know today we have more, you know, especially the younger generation. They want to play Fortnite. They want to, you know, play, uh, I don't know, Among Us and Roblox and stuff. You know, they they could care less. They they want online so they could play these games online. Um, but collectors like me, however, it's a bad turning point. It's a bad turning point, you know. And it just really sucks to when you spend money on games because you want to support a game and you're not owning it. And if you're listening to this also, I recommend, highly recommend, um, investing in, uh, going to limiterungames.com. Um, those, their, their, their goal is forever physical games is they, they, they're a company that they 
they do publishing deals. They publish like uh, indie developers' games, and they make limited runs of those games. You know, so for example, uh, was it they remastered No More Heroes one and two for the Nintendo Switch? Not Nintendo. They remastered it, you know, digitally. But Limited Run Games struck a deal, and they actually released a, a limited physical uh, copies of No More Heroes one and two, which is awesome. You know. And again, the whole game is on the cartridge. You don't need to pop it in and then, oh, you gotta download the rest of the game. Like, the Bo- Bioshock collection, um, XCOM collection on the Nintendo Switch, where those legit in front, or even Mortal Kombat 11, I was disappointed with, because on the front, and I understand those games, a lot, you know, those are big games, a lot of compression needs to be done to fit those on the cartridge, even though I still even, be- no, not even that, cause they can still buy the, the cartridge, um, I think I still brought a bigger cartridge because I think those use eight gig gigabyte uh, cartridge and Nintendo they do have uh, I think the biggest size cartridge they have is like fifty gigs if I'm not mistaken. Um, but but anyway, um, yeah. So hopefully you know hopefully I made my point clear on this. Um, sorry if it sounded like I was all over the place. Um, bottom line, if you have a native Xbox Series X game. Pop it in a Series X, and like offline, you're able to download and play that game beginning again on, on a disc. But digital, digital, it's a case by case basis. If you have a Xbox Series X game digital, and your 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 console is homed, you most likely can't play it. But then you know it's not. It's a, and, and even if you home your console, you still can't play digital, um, digitally Xbox One games, Xbox 360, original Xbox, which is extremely weird because the Microsoft's competitor, PlayStation, Sony, you're able to download PS4 games offline on the PS5 and PS5 games offline. So it, it's it's really weird. Microsoft's DRM is a problem, you know? So, yeah. And, yeah, so if you want to, you're a physical gamer, buy Switch games, and then also buy PS5 games. That That's my advice to you. Alright guys, well, that's all I have to say in the matter, That's uh, that will conclude the episode of True Way Gaming. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of True Way Gaming. <clears throat> if you have any questions, uh, please, you can send me uh, send me an email, um, uh, twgpquestions at gmail.com. Make sure you write your right question at the subject bar and leave your name so that way I can properly address you here on the show. And um, also... Stay tuned. I'm also um, going to have a Patreon that's going to be up and running soon. A Patreon. So if you actually like what I do here, the content on, on this podcast, and if you want to um, support me more, you could consider soon um, donating on Patreon. But thank you so very much, guys. Thank you so very much for hearing me. I love you guys. God bless you. Uh, Jesus loves y'all. My name is One Way Soldier. Oh, and I can't forget you, audience. Thank you so very much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, guys. I love you guys. <laughs> you guys are too awesome. <laughs> yeah, so my name is. <laughs> Sorry, I can't stop laughing. My name is One Way Soldier, and this is the end of my transmission. You.